eight months later, that $250 was worth $10,000. Nice. And having done no research, having no idea what Ethereum actually does, I quickly became an Ethereum expert. <laughs> Not having enough work. Climate change. Blended finance. AI. Shortages of fresh water. Energy transition. Large scale social disorder. Antibiotic resistant diseases. Education. Deployment of private capital for social goods. Quantum computing. Today I'm having a conversation with my classmate, Mike Winkreza, who is going to tell us how he created his own cryptocurrency. But before we get into that, could you give us a little bit of background about yourself, what you were doing before the MBA, and then we'll get into the conversation. Sure. I um, Before the MBA, I was in Philadelphia where I grew up, spent my whole life. I was working in very legitimate finance job, contrary to the uh, story I'm about to tell you, <laughs> where I invested money on behalf of a family office. And I was previous before that, I was worked at, worked at a university endowment. Um, a few years ago, I decided I wanted to get an MBA. I kind of reached the end of that role. Uh, the only way to go higher would have been to be part of the family. That clearly wasn't happening. So I figured it was time to uh, get out of Dodge and see the world. Having lived my whole life in Philadelphia, I came to Oxford to meet people that were different than just the you know the kids that I grew up with so I think probably the where I'd love to start is just literally you telling the story of how you created Wigcoin right and then we'll dig into a little bit kind of more into your attitudes to bitcoins in general like some of your other activity and um trying to understand kind of you know your view on it mm -hmm. in, in general is that does that work for Yeah, it's um, you know, it, it's somewhat embarrassing being put on the spot because the uh, process of creating Wigcoin took all of five to ten minutes. I think uh, <laughs> I think what might be uh, instructive is somewhat the story of how I got to yeah, create perfect. Wigcoin, That's where my experience with cryptocurrency started. So, okay. um, so where did you start? It was about uh, a year, year and a half ago now. Okay. I was in work before I came here, and my boss walked out of his office and was like, "Mike, you got to buy Ethereum." It's the new Bitcoin. So I, having just cashed out of an account that I had on um, this predictit.com website, which allows you to gamble on uh, current events, Okay. I figured I needed another good investment. Okay. So <laughs> taking, uh, taking $200, right. I bought $250, I bought all the Ethereum I could at $18 a coin. Okay. Suffice to say... Eight months later, that $250 was worth $10,000. Nice. And having done no research, having no idea what Ethereum actually does, I quickly became an Ethereum expert. <laughs> <laughs> like self-proclaimed or among kind of internet friends or? Uh, amongst everyone that knew me. It, okay. It's the sort of thing where you don't tell people where you screw up and you only tell people when you make money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone knew I had made $10,000 because I got into Ethereum early. Okay. So, so I actually did the right thing for once and I sold about two thirds of it and uh, pocketed six to seven grand. Nice. So that left me with $3,000 to kind of play around with and now this was um this was like uh november december when when cryptocurrencies were pretty hot clearly i'm a gambler mm -hmm. and clearly i went to do the only next reasonable thing with the remaining money and i tried to find the next ethereum right so that brought me to a coin called tron now i have no idea what tron does <laughs> i never learned what tron does but there was a lot of hype 
go on Reddit, they were all talking Tron, the founder, great Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even that uh, McAfee guy had tweeted about it a few times. Okay. Um, so in order to buy Tron, you can't do this on Coinbase, which is the legitimate way for U.S. citizens to buy uh, cryptocurrencies. You have to go on to uh, any of the other ones that host all of the range of everything, all the crap that's out there. So I buy Tron, and, and no lie, within two weeks, the $500 I put into it became $2,000. It was amazing. You couldn't even lose money. I waited an extra week. It went back down to 1000 but it was still a great, it was a great success for me. Sure. And, and that led to my fascination with fraud coins, or at least okay. how I call them. So everything but the big one. So everything but Bitcoin and Ethereum, I considered fraud coins. Now, mind you, I'm not an expert. On what basis? How do you distinguish between those? Well, there was a lot of people talking about Ethereum and Bitcoin, and they seemed legitimate based on that. Right. <laughs> so so everything else seemed like a fraud. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of coins out there, and they all have, you know, multi-million dollar market caps. Um, but everything was going up in November and December. So I bought these random coins. I bought things like uh, VeChain, IOTA, Simple Token. All this crap. And, you know, it, some of them went up. Some of them just kind of stayed how it was. I even said to my cousins and my friends, you know, let's pool our money. We'll buy some more of this stuff. So we got a nice little account going on, and things were going pretty well. And then I found out that, this is where Wigcoin comes in, that by transferring my money from this Binance exchange to another exchange, even less regulated and even less reputable, I could transfer some of this Ethereum into my own token. So this is the uh, the genesis of Wigcoin, and <laughs> very simply, I paid about twenty dollars worth of Ethereum, and I bought a hundred one billion Wigcoin at the initial price. Now, to create Wigcoin and to make it a legitimate uh, you know token, it had to trade it. So fortunately, the I think it's called the Waze platform allows right. you to trade with yourself. So. I'd put in an order. I'd try to buy um, one, uh, what's it called, one Wigcoin for the equivalent of $12. Right. And when that transaction happened, all of a sudden my $1 billion Wigcoin was worth $12 billion U.S. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the, the story here is that, you know, it's an extraordinarily illiquid thing, and you can't trust the trades to tell you what things are worth. But, you know, if you see it on a screen... Maybe that means you're rich. So, so all of a sudden, I became one of the richest people in the world, <laughs> and I was purely hooked on these uh, these fraud coins. I I got into these things which were um, considered uh, these pump forums. So essentially, it's these uh, these Telegram groups where where about a thousand people would be on these groups, and the the moderators they would uh, announce, "Hey, today we're buying crap coin five, and Everybody in the group would go run and buy that coin, and because there was so much, so much volume and something so insignificant, the price would shoot up. And the goal was to sell before the price crashed down again. Now, this is known in finance as a classic pump and dump scheme because the the moderators had already bought this coin before yeah. the thousand sheep before them ran in and tried to buy into it. But, you know, again, this was like November, December when coins were doing really, really well. So, and, you know, I had already made a lot of money. This was kind of funny money to me. Suffice to say, you know, me and my friends, we lost money every time we tried this because <laughs> by the time we bought it was at the peak. By the time we sold it, it crashed. And, you know, so I kept doing this crap. I had Wigcoin and I kept buying these 
shitty coins for sorry if I can't curse. Um, it's totally fine for the next few months, and uh, you know, yeah, I mean, this, you know, the story that happened come January, come February, March, everything crashed. So where is your friends and family portfolio of crap coins one to six now? The 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 friends and family portfolio, which ended up at one point being five hundred dollars from a few of my friends, and then me, you know, more than I'm happy to admit, getting <laughs> getting into the gambling of it and putting in maybe like two thousand dollars is somewhere around seven fifty at this point. Right. Yeah. It I, it, ha- it hit its peak. It hit its peak at five thousand, and I could do no wrong. I was just sending out. I was sending. <laughs> I was sending out, you know, like tips. It's like seeing a lot of Twitter posts on VChain. We should probably jump into that right now. <laughs> oh, McAfee's over there. He's pumping iota coin. We got, we got a switch. <laughs> um, so investing by Twitter feed. Investing by Twitter feed. Right. But, but I want to say throughout this whole thing, I had no illusions that this was actual investing. Sure. And and I think that's where a lot of people's problems came. I, I remember when. Um, Bitcoin fell one to two thousand dollars in in a day, and it was like this week where it just shed a lot of its value. You'd go on the the Reddit cryptocurrency news feed, and and at the top they had pasted to the top the suicide hotline letter the number. So I mean, this is real stuff. I mean, I mean, you could tell by the seriousness with with which people in forums were dealing with these uh, these crypto assets that they were investing far more than they reasonably should have. Um, and far more than they probably reasonably could have lost. Now that's kind of when I when I left, you know, following the group. But it, it, you know, there were people out there that looked at this stuff as a real investment, and I think that was uh, was quite dangerous at that time. So, can I? Can we speculate a bit and kind of project forward? What's going to happen next? I mean, is there going to still be these kind of hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. Is everyone going to make their own little private token or? Is it all going to consolidate? What's going to happen? Well, let me um, let me uh, double back and remind you that I've never done any actual research sure. <laughs> into cryptocurrencies. But based Absolutely. on your kind of my, my your dabbling, yeah. Listen, listen. Clearly, you pick up things. The the the, the and as I'm sure in conversations you've had, it is a uh, it is a buzzword. Um, there are seemingly a few reasons for some cryptocurrencies to exist. A lot of people say, you know, we do need an unregulated, you know, a non-central bank currency such as Bitcoin. Ethereum powers a whole blockchain network. Um, these things will probably stick around, but you know, are we past the time of them being, you know, a huge bubble asset? Very possibly, but that that may be a benefit because that may have gotten the, uh, you know, the 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 fluff, the um, you know, everything extra out of it, and then people could kind of focus on the real use and the real the real abilities that some of these coins and more importantly, the blockchain actually has to offer. And if you had your time again, would you do the same thing again? Of course, I'd do it again. I mean, I'm you know, I'm out there looking for the the, the next thing to gamble on. I mean, it's just one series of crappy gamble style investment after another for me. So if you have any ideas, you know, it's just kind of fun. We went to um. You know, an NBA. I mean, we went to the Royal Ascot. I mean, I had a great time there. Didn't win a single bet. But, but, <laughs> but man, did I think I knew a lot about horses by the end of it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing. No, it was a pleasure. I've, was a pleasure. This is one of those stories that has been kind of whispered about around the NBA, and it's brilliant to get the get the whole thing. Yeah, finally. I'm happy I was able to share it. I do want to say I made money on this one. Yeah. This was a good bet for me. Yeah. Can yeah. one still buy wig coin? 
um, one could still buy Wigcoin. Before I got here, I made one final trade. So the price doesn't move unless somebody trades. Okay. Wigcoin is now worth $161 trillion as a total market cap, <laughs> approximately three times the total liquid value of all currency that's that's around the world today. What was What was the second trade? Well, that was the last trade. But the first one was pretty good. You the, got the it first to 12 one, billion. Yeah, the, the first one. Why did you go to that? Because I found trillion. that I could buy a small decimal of it for $2. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So we just need to keep trading it and keep exactly. pushing, pushing the price up. Exactly. I am officially the richest person in this NBA class. So By anybody, quite some way. By yeah. quite some way. So if anybody wants to reach out and get in touch with a very successful person, uh, <laughs> find me on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of Mike's contact details will be linked in the description <laughs> of the podcast if you want any like, tips on horse racing. <laughs> or crypto trading. Or crypto trading. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank that you. was I really, really fun. This. That was really fun. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Oxford Future of Business podcast presented by the Saeed Business School. If you enjoyed this week's conversation, please check out our other episodes on the future of work, carbon bubbles, blockchain, banks of the future and what marketing can learn from the dark web. To make sure you get every episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Future of Business podcast was created by Brody Middleton, Patrick Coyler, Michael Ann Butler, Paris Abrol, and Emily Barron. Thank you for listening and goodbye.